0: G'day, welcome back to the Making It With Miles podcast, uh, where we talk all things building and construction, uh, real estate through the lens of a building inspector. We do a little bit of personal development stuff every now and then just to dabble in it, which is something I enjoy. Uh, we have two formats to the show. The first format is the shed. The shed is where we discuss all things related to that real estate and building industry. And then we also have the journey. The journey is just a step by step. Now this will be an episode of the shed. Uh, on this episode, we will be discussing how to mitigate client and contractor disputes. Okay, the biggest thing that people we the biggest thing we see often on a current affair is you know dodgy builders and clients that don't pay and everyone's up and chit Creek and cracking the sad. So there's obviously some bad characters out there. Um, and this, hap- this has happened to me a few times on a couple of projects where you've had disputes based on conversations had, and then what you've actually gone and contracted in with the um, client themselves. So this is some strategies I've put in place to help, help my business and help myself um, mitigate these issues, um, and move forward with completing good quality construction projects. So, that being said, find any value in this episode, please like it, subscribe, share, all those good things. This episode is directed at the clients as well as contractors, okay? So it goes both ways, Something a strategy for both because it's going to help both parties in this situation because you can get shafted as a client and you can get shafted as a contractor. So the key that I found with all this comes back to um, the key that I've... What I've discovered about disputes and how they arise, it usually comes back down to expectations not being met by either party. So they're not being paid. You know, they think they're paying too much. There's all these extras, there's poor workmanship. It wasn't what they wanted. This is when the disputes come into it. Once you get that little bit of doubt and a little bit of a negative light shone upon the client or on the contractor, it just blows out of proportion because you spend all this money, it's a stressful time. So the one thing that I've come across that made uh, my life so much easier is to create a clear document and make it part of the contract with the client. So, If I was just quoting a job or if it was a major building contract in the special conditions of the major building contract, I would put this documentation in there. And I stole this from the guys I used to work with who were fucking legends. And uh, they called it a tender qualification document, all right? I would also do something similar just with a quote, like say it was a deck or or a pergola or something as you're not going into so much detail, it's not a million dollar project. It's a document that clearly states everything that you're gonna be doing, everything that you're not gonna be doing, and just get as much detail on paper as practical. So what that would look like is say, for example, you're doing an an extension on a property, you might actually be looking at doing uh, like a room by room breakdown of existing rooms. All right, in this existing room, the skirting stays, the door stays, we're gonna paint it with one coat system. That's it, all right? So the client can understand clearly that, oh, the skirtings aren't going to get changed to the new skirtings in the new extension and the door's not going to get changed to the new door in the new extension and it's not going to get a three coat system. It's very clear as exactly what you're going to do. So the expectation is met by all parties. Now, another thing to consider as well is um, like materials, the way it's going to look, things like that. Now, some clients really struggle to... Visually see what the project's going to look like. Um, and that's when usually you, you're building walls and stand them up, and clients come in like, oh, I didn't think it would look like this, and you want to move walls around and all that type of thing. So, if you can add images in there, usually for specific materials or finishes or anything like that, that would be very beneficial so they can understand and see what the result's going to be. But it's not always necessary. Um, the key component is to ensure that you're very clear on the actual scope of the works. One thing that I found great and I loved about this was what you exclude as well. So if there is any dispute that does come up throughout the construction process, you can be very clear on what you did not allow for. Uh, And this could be a good example. Say it's a bathroom renovation. You could say, we did not allow for any change of uh, electrical work in the wall or in wall plumbing, okay? Nothing's moving in the wall. We're gonna take everything off off the walls, re it and reinstate it in situ, okay? Now, this w- would come up qu- quite often. Maybe you're gonna take something off the wall and you're gonna do some modifications to make the new uh, actually work. So maybe the shower head's gonna clash with something, it's got to move over. It's very clear in the scope that it has been agreed upon that it's gonna stay. So it's a black and white variation, all right? Um, now, this goes for both parties, the client and the builder. So the client can be like, well, are you allowed for this? And if it's clearly written in there, well, then you go to town on him and tell him to sort out his shit and actually do the job he actually set out to do. Now, the biggest thing about this is just getting it on paper and it, walking through step by step, line by line. We're doing this. We're not doing this. We're doing this. We're not doing this. This is what the finish is going to be. This is what the door is going to be. This is the handle system. Okay, now it's just going to be as clear as you can get. And you gotta go, it's it's, it's gotta be as clear as can be. And ideally you both parties, you know, initial each page, agree to it, crack on, all right? Now, in some situations, you're gonna have gray areas. You're always gonna have situations where the client isn't gonna know what exactly they want. And you'll also have the builder may not know what he's in for throughout a certain scope of the works this might be a drainage issue. He might be doing a, a, might be doing a concrete slab and not too sure where the drains are until he starts doing the work. And then he's got to add drainage around the property and there's an extra cost associated with it. Now, with a client's perspective, the client might not know what tiles are going to lay, how they're going to be laid, um, the color of them, the grout type, all those types of things. In these situations, you're just going to be, again, very clear on what you're putting into the budget to allow for those things so is it a lump sum is it a, a lump sum of money that is specific for that specific scope of works is it a square meter rate is it an alley rate um all those types of things okay so when it gets to actually that scope and you start doing the tiling and this happened to me time and time again it's like all right we've allowed 50 dollars per square meter for tiles to supply them and then they go out and buy $150 per square meter tiles that are these tiny little slivers and they want them herringbone on the wall. This is completely different to a 600 by 300 standard tile, which you just slap on the wall, all right? So the initial conversation was, we're gonna tile the walls full height with these types of tiles. This is what it's standard lay, standard tile and then they went and changed the whole concept. And what that did, it increased the cost significantly, twice as much to lay it all, more grouting, more like the tiles themselves are very expensive. So it's, it's a black and white variation. There was no like, oh, you just, you will you know, it's got, says tiles on the wall on the plans. It doesn't specifically say how they're laid. So you want to just be very clear with that. So to finish up, the intent here is to be as transparent as possible. You want to be very clear on exactly what's going to occur, what's not going to occur. You want to be able to... And as a builder, they should have the capacity to comfortably build this whole process in their head and get it on paper, all right? That's one talent that we have is being able to look at a set of plans, build it in our head, understand where the issues are going to be, what problems we potentially face, have strategies and budgets in place to ensure that that is captured and the client isn't going to be caught out with some random issue that's come up. It might be a drainage issue or or a stock issue or whatever it is, and they've got to foot the bill, All right? You want everyone to understand that this is the process, that this is the scope of works. This is exactly what we're doing. This is exactly what we're not doing. This is your responsibility. This is my responsibility. And then action. This is what's going to lead to a smooth project. This is is what's going to lead to the builder and the client expectations being met. And this is what's gonna mitigate client and contractor disputes as best as practical. So if you're doing any projects and dealing with any contractors or you're a contractor yourself and you're dealing with a lot of shitty clients, make sure you're implementing something like this. It's gonna save you a shit ton of money and headaches and it's gonna make the process more enjoyable. If you found any value in this, send it to someone in this exact situation so they ensure that they action it correctly. And they're not the ones that are going to be getting shafted and going into disputes with their contractors and or builders. So thanks for listening to the Make It Miles podcast. It was a nice short one today. I thought it was very uh, helpful. I did a shorts on the other day and I thought um, it got a lot of feedback. So be sure to rate the podcast if you find it valuable at all and um, look forward to seeing you in the next one. Catch up.